Good morning. Organizers of a memorial service for ANC stalwart Ahmed Katrada in Durban tomorrow have approached the High Court for an urgent interdict against the ANC Youth League. The Active Citizens Group approached the court to try and stop disruptions at the event, saying they fear for the life of ex-finance minister Pravin Godan. More than 1,000 people are expected to attend the memorial. The league have labelled Godan as Impimpi. People labelled as that during apartheid were burnt with a tyre doused with petrol strung around their necks. Police have confirmed that they have, that they have conducted a search at the business premises of for, forensic investigator Paul O'Sullivan, saying it's part of an ongoing investigation into charges of extortion and fraud. Spokesperson Sally De Beer says O'Sullivan has already appeared in court regarding the matter and the case was remanded to May. O'Sullivan was out of the country when police swooped on his Santon office. He earlier said police were trying to confiscate his computers and had intimidated his staff. O'Sullivan has been instrumental in an IPID investigation into alleged fraud and corruption involving acting National Police Commissioner Khomotso Patlane. South Africans should begin to talk about how to rebuild the economy now that credit rating agency Fitch has also issued a junk status downgrade. That's according to civil society organization Save South Africa. Less than a week ago, Standard & Poor's downgraded the credit rating of South Africa and some of the banks to junk status. Mark Haywood is Save South Africa's convener of yesterday's march in Pretoria, says the focus should not only be on getting rid of President Jacob Zuma. We're now in a very dark hole when it comes to the economy. We're now in a situation where we're already struggling to get foreign investors into this country. Now we're going to start losing foreign investors. We're going to see a weaker rand. Uh, we're going to see a higher cost of borrowing. These things saw losses of job opportunities. They have, they have an impact on people's day-to-day lives. Now people in this country are struggling. Finally, President of the Democratic Republic of Congo, Joseph Kabila, has appointed a new Prime Minister for the power-sharing government. Bruno Chibala will lead the country until presidential elections are held later in the year. He was expelled from the DRC's largest opposition party, the UDPS, last month. The BBC's Alex Duval-Smith reports. Chibala's main task will be to organize a presidential election by the end of the year. The election is the cornerstone of a transition agreement which was brokered by Congo's bishops after Kabila failed to step down at the end of his term in December. But the choice of Chibala as prime minister will anger parts of the biggest opposition party, the Union for Democracy and Social Progress. It expelled the 61-year-old last month after a leadership battle. For Good FM News, I'm Madrid Shay Peterson.